0: hey 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 hey
1: <laughs> welcome back
0: welcome back this is cookie
1: this is bootsy
0: and you're listening to the cookie and bootsy podcast
1: okay you sound a little rusty with that
0: oh i was just reminded of how clever it is that i'm cookie and you're bootsy and we call it the cookie and bootsy podcast
1: because you are clever
0: it's, I'm, we're genius like that
1: well, let's go with that
0: so it's been a hot minute since we've done this
1: Hot minute, four months. A year. Not a year.
0: Well, the last one we did was last year. Four months. So the last time we did this, um, we had a Cheeto in charge. Donald Trump was president of the United States.
1: We did. Oh, my goodness. So much has changed in four months.
0: A little bit. A little bit. And I think one of the reasons why we haven't done a podcast recently is because we kind of got tired of talking about the same old bullshit.
1: That is true.
0: So now we have new bullshit to talk about.
1: What are you drinking?
0: I because am, you
1: are drinking again.
0: Oh, that's right. I was I was sober.
1: No, you were sober at some point at the end of last year, but not anymore. It seems
0: like such a long time ago. <laughs> <laughs> I am drinking Samuel Adams Cold Snap. And you were drinking?
1: You poured it.
0: Fetzer Chardonnay? That works. Good stuff. Good stuff. It's delicious. It's delicious. And it is a little... Uh, Day drinking that we're doing today.
1: Let's call this a continuation of the day drinking we've already been doing.
0: Yeah, because we were at a bar earlier because they have beer battered onion rings that we wanted.
1: And we sat at a bar.
0: At a, Oh my God. it's It must be 2021.
1: It must be.
0: That's right, ladies and gentlemen. We sat at a bar.
1: In a restaurant.
0: In a restaurant. And we ate food and we interacted with bartenders, like other people.
1: Holy shit.
0: Yeah. Lots changed since the last time we did this podcast. It has. So, yeah, let's talk about that. Let's talk about new beginnings. And
1: Well, let's start with, how is your 2021 going?
0: My 2021 is actually going very well. How about yours?
1: Mine is going very well. It's looking, I'm starting to realize that there will never be a normal as we knew it. Mm-hmm. I think we've all known it, but there is a true start of a new normal starting.
0: Well, I think we all kind of feel the same, that we can see the rainbow in the storm. We can see the light at the end of the tunnel.
1: I think so. You know, for me, and I know for you as well, Oboe this week will start soccer.
0: Wow. And the,
1: that's the first time he will have had a tryout, a game, or been on a soccer field with other kids in over a year.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And um, that's wonderful because that's one thing we've missed. We've missed the chaos of what was our life.
1: We haven't necessarily missed, I'd say, 99.9% of the people.
0: True. have
1: missed <laughs> the day in and day out chaos.
0: Yeah, we missed uh, being busy seven days a week.
1: I don't know if I want to go back to being busy seven days a week.
0: I think I want to go back to being busy, you know, six days a week, at least. Just having something to do, having a goal every day when you wake up, I think is important.
1: I absolutely agree, but I do find that having led such an immensely chaotic schedule where we were leaving one function or one place at a specific time because we were, we needed to be in route to another place for another thing every day of the week. I don't want to resume that.
0: But also your and my careers are different in that the crazier the world gets, the busier you get.
1: That is very true. And you also have an amazing luxury with your career that if you need to run an errand, Mm. you have the opportunity Monday through Friday during the day to pop into a store if necessary. I don't have that luxury. So for me, having that luxury saved and time blocked off to do those things on the weekend is a luxury.
0: Absolutely. So now that we can start to see what our new existence is going to be like and and people are being vaccinated and things are getting a little bit more under control and less crazy well, until this week. Um, what do you for, foresee us getting back into and doing that we haven't done in over
1: a year? The biggest thing I see us doing is meals in restaurants. With friends.
0: True. We have gone back to eating out at times, but it's been just the three of us.
1: It has. And it's been in very specific locations that we trust. Correct. Where I think we are going to pick back up on having lunches or dinner with other families that we're really close with. Right. Regularly.
0: I think. We got, uh, we haven't been entertaining at your place, and your place is made for entertaining. Bootsy's joint is just it overlooks a pool and it's got a big sunroom and it's a big open space from the kitchen and the living area with this beautiful island bar top where everybody can sit around and socialize and drink and eat. And we haven't done that.
1: My big plan which this might be a surprise to you because I haven't even said this to you yet. My big plan is this summer, as soon as the pool opens, I want to start doing big dinners here on Sunday nights or, or even just making it a Saturday night standing thing where you could be up here in the apartment with, the dads or the guys if they don't want to go down and physically be at the pool. But I can take the kids and the other mom and go down to the pool and relax because I love the pool and I know it's not your cup of tea. Well,
0: I'm not anti-pool. I just, uh, yeah, I think it would be great. I think that would be wonderful to have just a regular time where everybody knows that, hey, if we're in town on a Saturday night, Come over, have a few drinks. We're going to eat. We're going to hang out.
1: We're Maybe gonna... take a board game down by the pool.
0: Or whatever. Yes,
1: we're boring. We play board games.
0: Yeah, we do. But we also do it with lots of alcohol. You know, What
1: do we do without lots of alcohol?
0: Yeah, I mean, we are the couple that get belligerent and loud playing Connect Four.
1: You say that like it's a bad thing.
0: No. But if you do not win Connect Four without yelling connect four motherfucker then you're not playing right
1: and if you play with my teenager and he says this you now know where it comes from
0: yeah sorry <laughs> That's not, not right. sorry but anyway those are a couple of things and i i know we've talked about this a lot and i've talked about it immensely uh I'm ready to go back to concerts. I'm ready to going back into getting into large crowds and seeing live music again. I'm I'm itching
1: for it. I I'm not so sure I want to jump directly into large crowds, and not for the virus. I'm not sure I want to jump back into large crowds because I think so many people have lost their social skills that they are not going to know how to act, and there's going to be a breaking back into societal functions where people have to reestablish what you can and can't do in a public setting.
0: That's why you go to shows that have mosh pits. Those places have a way of correcting themselves. Someone gets out of line in a mosh pit, guess what happens?
1: They're no more. Well, you know, they
0: they rethink their intentions
1: we'll have to discuss that further
0: yes indeed but anyway that's uh that's just a few things
1: things. well you asked me but what are things you want to or you excuse me wine foresee Mm. starting to do more of
0: um hopefully um responsible safe social gatherings I know Over the years, and we haven't even talked about this, we used to love to go to art galleries and museums, Mm -hmm. and we haven't done that in over a year. The last one we went to was the Andy Warhol exhibit Mm -hmm. that was local, and um, we haven't even talked about that. We love museums. I I know that the month before uh, the lockdown, February of last year, I spent three days roaming around D.C. while you were in a class, and I went to... I don't know how many Smithsonian exhibits. And I went to the Holocaust museum and I went to the, you know, the black history museum. I went to all these places and loved it. And I would go there every weekend if we could do it. And I missed that. I miss the, the being able to go to those places, not think about if the person next to me is sick or whatever, because I don't go to those places really to socialize or interact, but there's a lot of people around.
1: So the other night Obo and I had a date night, Mm. you know, this, obviously our listeners don't. And we were sitting there and talking and museums actually came up and I asked him what kind of museums he would like to go to. And there's a specific one I'm not going to name it on here, but there is a specific one he would like to go check out. It's a, it's all on a literary author.
0: Mm. Okay.
1: And then he's, There's a couple science museums and going back to D.C. and doing some of the Smithsonian. So I really foresee us doing some Airbnb and museums that are not necessarily art galleries with him.
0: I agree, but I love art exhibits as well. So I think we're going to fill up our time with hanging out with people again that we're close to. And, of course, that involves picking and choosing who we hang out with.
1: Can we go to a Major League Soccer game this year, you think?
0: I want to go to a D.C. United game. I wouldn't mind going to some more local minor league baseball games that we've been to in the past. Now, we got really drunk at some of those because they were local. Okay, you're right. We're good. We can do that again. <laughs> I just saw the look on your face. totally It's like,
1: you expected it something different? Yeah. You bought me a purse that has a secret wine compartment.
0: And I bought you a fl- I bought me a flask that looks like a suntan lotion container.
1: Which is still a little disturbing to me.
0: Well, it's only disturbing when people think I'm drinking sunscreen. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> you have gotten that look a few times. Ah, fuck
0: it. But no, I, I want to get back to all of the little things. The things that we used to just call each other up and say, hey, you want to go to a ball game tonight? I didn't even think about it. Absolutely. Because we haven't even talked about those things, really. We haven't talked about how much we miss going to the baseball games. And, and of course, the soccer games are a big deal because we love those so much. Because was it almost two years ago we went for your birthday to D.C. to a soccer game?
1: So we actually went two years ago or three years ago for my birthday weekend. Just yep. so happened... My son had a event in that area and it worked. Yep. We planned on going back and we went back the next year
0: yep.
1: and it just so happened to be my birthday weekend. Yep. Then we planned to go last year. We actually had, I think we had already booked our hotel for my birthday weekend. Yep. And that one ended up getting canceled yeah, because of everything was on lockdown
0: So there's a lot of different things we want to do, excuse me, in several different varieties of things, art, museums. Uh, I know Oboe's really into history, much like we both are. So I think we're going to go back to exploring.
1: He seemed really interested in the National Hispanic Museum. Yeah, that's, we were talking about that the other night, and I
0: think that was supposed to open last year as part of the Smithsonian Group, but it got pushed back because of COVID. So hopefully, knock on
1: something, something.
0: Uh, hopefully, that's going to happen um, this year. Was it the Latino Museum? I think that's what it was going to be called? I'm
1: not exactly sure what it was going to be called.
0: Now, there's a, he probably thinks there's going to be like a taco truck there or something.
1: Let's be honest. There's Mexican food no matter where we go.
0: And we love all of it.
1: We are equal opportunity.
0: Absolutely. And they
1: sell tequila there.
0: Oh, tequila. Yes. (laughs) We love tequila. Yes. Tequila loves us. So
1: So what else is going on?
0: Uh, I got my first COVID shot.
1: Yay. Yay.
0: It was quite an emotional experience.
1: Do you feel it was emotional because of the stress leading up to, am I going to get it? Am I not going to get it? Or what do you associate the the emotional response to?
0: Well, number one, as we've talked about on here before, I had it. I struggled with it for a month and I had a pretty severe case of it.
1: Incredibly severe case? So
0: that's part of it. But the other part of it as I registered for it like two or three months ago, when you could first go online and register in our state. And I just, I'm ready to get on with the get along. I'm ready to just get everybody vaccinated. I know everybody's not going to get vaccinated and I can't control that, but the, our state I thought was kind of weird where they were offering inmates incentives to go ahead and get it done, which seemed weird to me. And I'm starting, I'm sitting here thinking to myself, are the death row inmates going to get vaccinated before I get a chance to get vaccinated? I mean, how is this going to work? And you went online and and persevered and got me signed up. And then I was excited. I was just, I want my life back. Like what we've talked about, all the things that we haven't been doing that we want to do. And he, there's a lot of things that we used to do that we haven't even talked about yet.
1: Well, so for me, the vaccine one for you getting it was a very emotional thing for me because as a caregiver who did my best to make sure you didn't die yay which let's be honest you were very very close and it was a very very scary thing so putting any replica of that into your body terrified me you were sick for Twenty
0: four hours. Twenty four hours. Yeah, I, I had the vaccine. Actually, I had it four days ago. Uh, the day that I had it, I was on cloud nine. I um, I got so excited, and so happy. I lost my wallet, but I found it the next day. But um no, I was on cloud nine the day I got my vaccine. I felt like this huge weight had been lifted off of me, and then the next day, I felt like I had the flu, and I spent most of the day in bed, and I had. All kind of bad symptoms as far as, but these were all symptoms that I was more or less expecting because I'd read enough online and I talked to enough people that had already had the vaccine that said, yeah, you're going to feel like crap for a day or two.
1: For me, it's hard. Right now, I'm not eligible for the vaccine. Right. I have had, and we've talked a little bit on the podcast, I have had some significant medical health reactions to vaccines. Right. so They won't let me get it. And since I've had those reactions, they won't let Oboe get it. Not right. that he's even in an age bracket that would be eligible at this moment with where we live. But it's, I'm grateful that you are on your way to being protected for the strand that the vaccine, vaccine will cover. But I still have to keep in mind that I'm not.
0: Right. And I'm not going to stop just because I've had the first shot. And oh, can I make a joke? Can I lighten the mood a little bit? Please do. So I had my very first shot and I got the Moderna shot in case anybody's curious. I had my first shot on National Beer Day, right?
1: Very fitting for you.
0: I'm scheduled to have my second shot on Cinco de Mayo. <laughs> so it's, it's, I mean, I don't, it's right. like some kind of cosmic alignment.
1: It's an omen.
0: It's an omen. That's a good movie. But it, it's like the stars have lined up. But I'm, even after I get my second dose, I'm not going to stop wearing my mask in public. I'm not going to stop social distancing. I'm not going to stop doing anything. The people that we invite over mm-hmm. for our future get togethers, like we've talked about. The people that we know that are knuckleheads and think that COVID is a hoax.
1: Well, first of all, they wouldn't be invited into my home in the first place.
0: Okay, this is true. But we're only going to have people over here that are vaccinated. We're only going to have people over here that have common sense enough to know to protect themselves and to protect people around them. I didn't get the vaccination just for me. I don't wear a mask just for me. I wear a mask to protect total strangers around me.
1: Well, that's the same reason you don't text and drive. It's not just about you. It's about the fact that you are hurling a however many thousands of pounds your truck is down the road at 80 miles an hour.
0: I don't drive 80 miles an hour.
1: Okay. 60 or the speed limit Uh or two miles above the speed limit, whatever it may be. That's right. You you don't text and drive because nope. you're concerned about those around you, not just yourself.
0: And those are the type of people that we associate with. And those are the only type of people that are going to be invited to hang out with us. But again, it's a step in self-preservation, but also protecting people around us that we don't even know. And I think that's part of the issues that I've had for the last year with the anti-maskers and the anti-vaxxers. These are all people... That their beliefs and their concerns are only about them. They have no beliefs or concerns about protecting people close to them. And we don't want those people in our lives. So if you think that you shouldn't have to wear a mask because it somehow in, in infringes upon your freedoms, great. Don't wear a mask. But I don't want anything to do with you.
1: Well, That's exactly it. I mean... If you have that many concerns, go lock yourself in your home, order DoorDash, get your groceries delivered, wipe the shit down when it arrives, and just stay the way hell away from the general population. Right,
0: because your lack of concern for the people around you says everything that we need to know about you.
1: So what you're saying is those that don't use turn signals will probably not be getting the vaccine and therefore not be invited to our weekly dinner gatherings.
0: I'm going to say something very serious here. I'm an outside salesman. My career is spent driving around all day seeing clients, right? I sometimes drive 1,500 miles a week. Mm Mm-hmm. My biggest pet peeve in life are bad drivers. I hope deep down inside that there really is a hell and that hell is only occupied by people who don't use their turn signals.
1: (laughs) Well, on that, can we take a break? Because my glass is empty.
0: Holy shit. Now that
1: is an emergency. That's a
0: pandemic. Lock the shit down. Okay, so I was just reminded of how the pandemic and the lockdown has affected our animals.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I have to say, two years ago, our two cats essentially dominated the second floor of a townhouse I lived in. And the two dogs dominated the first floor. There was a daily, sometimes several times a day, standoff at the stairs. On yes. who was allowed down or who was allowed up. It went both directions. Literally. Yes. The pandemic and the lockdown has been one of the best things that has ever happened for four-legged relations in my home. The animals, 90% of the time, tolerate each other now. They can all four be in the same generalized square footage with out issues or chasing or barking or tears or blood i mean it's <laughs> phenomenal but we are coming to you from the bedroom right now with this podcast <laughs> leaving i
0: <laughs> like that i like that
1: yeah uh-huh. leaving all four animals unattended while said teenager plays video games at the other end of the apartment
0: yeah, and they've been, they actually will kiss each other and, and sniff each other. And they get close enough to touch each other, and they seem to get along okay.
1: I actually snapped a video the other night of the dog and cat, butt to butt, laying on the couch.
0: And we would have never dreamed of that before.
1: Now, I will say with my son being home so much throughout the pandemic because schools were shut down and truly he went from leading a zero 200 mile an hour lifestyle to zero miles an hour being at home with only us and the four-legged critters. True that. They received a lot more joint attention.
0: Well, they also always had a human here for the last year.
1: I give my son the majority of the credit for encouraging and working with the animals the last year to get along. That's true. But because we are in the bedroom, you may hear a cat put a claw in a dog's ass and a few yips and yaps throughout this podcast. It could be. We just experienced one right before we went back on. But thank you so much for filling my glass and handling my... Alcohol emergency.
0: And it was an emergency. You grabbed your phone. I'm like, what are you doing? And I think you were calling 911.
1: No, I knew you had me taken care of. You okay. always take care of me.
0: I am there for you. So thank you. Yeah. So maybe there have been some positives to the old pandemic. I think, you know, going into the lockdown and we were talking about things a year ago, we were like, oh, yeah. You know,
1: are we going to survive? Well, is our relationship going to survive?
0: Yeah, we had that conversation, too. But we're also like, well, we can't go out to restaurants and we can't go out shopping. So we'll probably spend a lot less money. Bullshit. (laughs) Oh, no. My God. I actually last month at the end of the month, I got my little Apple card notification.
1: Let's not tell them the dollar figure. Why not? Because it is disgusting. $4,500
0: $4500 in 1 month I spent on that card 2500 of it was food and beverages
1: That sounds so horrible and we are so fortunate that we are able to have that kind of a problem Let's but, let's throw that out there we know we are fortunate
0: Now keep keep in mind I pay everything in my life I pay all my bills and everything with this card so that was my monthly outgoing. But the fact that we spent that much on food and beverages...
1: But I also want to make this sound a little less bad. It doesn't sound bad. There were a couple of times where we went to the grocery store. Sorry, I just hit the mic. But there were a couple of times where we went to the grocery store and the wine I prefer was on sale. Oh, okay. So we picked up eight or nine bottles, which would have been (laughs) beyond our normal. I'm trying here. Let me, let me try.
0: The point I was trying to make though, is that considering that we're on a lockdown and everybody's supposed to stay closer to home and not go out as much. We spent more money.
1: Oh, I think everybody did, you know, something that came out of the lockdown and my date night with my kid the other night that, really caught me off guard. As you guys know, my son is incredibly athletic. He going into the lockdown, maybe had 0.5% body fat. If that, Right. if you were to see him today, a year later with zero exercise in the last year, he still has essentially the same. The same. Maybe 0.75% body fat. But if you look at him, there is no fat. There is no jiggle. <sighs> and that is absolutely amazing to me considering how many pounds. And I mean, probably in all honesty, a hundred pounds of goldfish. <laughs> Like the goldfish crackers. I know he consumed at least 100 pounds of goldfish crackers during lockdown. But
0: you also had to hide things from him.
1: I still do. Because that little shit will find the last fucking Rolo in a bag and eat it and then leave the bag for me to find. Not say, hey, mom, I ate the last of your personal private chocolate stash.
0: So basically you're just told all of our listeners that you're eating Rolos by the bag
1: listen i am a middle-aged white woman raising a teenager during the pandemic let me have my fucking chocolate bath bombs and alcohol
0: okay um you're not middle-aged if you're middle-aged then that makes me
1: older Fuck.
0: all right um but
1: hold on where i was going with that
0: was that i'm old
1: no that was just a bonus (laughs) sprinkle on the conversation thanks what caught me off guard where, yes, we know the animals have done better with the pandemic. All of these teenagers, like my kids specifically, which is so strange considering the goldfish comment.
0: Goldfish?
1: The the The, the, the wine. Day, the day drinking. De-
0: da, de- da, de-
1: Thank de-doo. you. He commented to me the other night that he's been very careful with what he's eaten. And he looks at calorie content, even if he has to Google it, so that he's making sure he's not gaining weight.
0: I don't believe that for one minute.
1: I didn't. I mean, for me, I'm thinking, there's no way.
0: When you have to buy goldfish at Sam's Club for (laughs) one person. Okay, I don't want to hear about the nutritional benefits or the calorie counting.
1: But the fact that he went from being incredibly active to totally sedentary, his diet changed, he didn't have any increase. He is either the luckiest person on the planet with the greatest metabolism on earth, or he was doing some things I wasn't necessarily seeing. Granted, the kid will also go through five pounds of green apples every three days if you're not careful.
0: Yeah, he would rather grab an apple than dinner most nights. I get that. I get that. But he's also grown five inches in the last calendar year.
1: Yes. So that
0: helps a little bit too.
1: I officially have a man child and it's not you.
0: Yeah. And he has a thicker mustache than I do. Fuck you. (laughs) No, that's not, you you were supposed to laugh at my jokes.
1: You are going to be the one teaching him to shave this year. Uh, Okay.
0: I'm I'm not
1: asking you to do all the male dominant dad role crap. I handle the majority of that. But when it comes to shaving his face, I have no base of knowledge.
0: Okay. Well, look at me. I don't either. (laughs) (laughs) said the bearded one.
1: Yes. You do have a very thick, luscious beard.
0: Did you say luscious?
1: Yes, I did.
0: Oh, I hadn't heard that since the 1900s.
1: Oh, you're welcome. Thanks. Okay, so let's get off my kid. What next?
0: Um. Well, you brought up Rolos. Mm. How many people out there have developed over the last year a fierce addiction to bags of candy and comfort food that they would not... Normally eat on a regular basis, but they've been stress eating for the last year.
1: Well, that's, I mean, let's look at you and I. Whoa,
0: I did not want to go there.
1: <laughs> in our entire relationship, which is sneaking up on five years.
0: Five years.
1: Holy crap, What, five did,
0: years. I, what did I say last night? We've just about outlasted our auto warranty.
1: Yes. <laughs> I asked him if he was going to trade me in, and he was he went on record and said, no, not yet. Not yet. Not yet. Not no, baby. No no sweetness. Just not yet.
0: I would never trade her in.
1: He says that.
0: It's true. Let's hold him to it. It's true. We're we're in it for the long haul.
1: You're stuck with me, baby.
0: Absolutely. We're going for antique tags on this car or farm use, whatever. We're in it for the long haul.
1: I've told him I better be listed as a freaking beneficiary, (laughs) at least on something.
0: No doubt. No doubt about it.
1: But have you ever in our five year relationship seen me stash bags of chocolate? No. Or even reach for chocolate as a snack?
0: But I also don't work in law enforcement.
1: Yeah, this has been a year.
0: Yeah, see? So,
1: not, let me just say, because we don't talk a lot about what I do, and I'm not going to get into details. This year, we have launched one of the biggest, most complex projects our department has ever seen. Mm. We had riots, we had the pandemic, we had a lot of interdepartment turmoil. It has been a fucking year
0: and you had a teenager that couldn't go to school or play sports
1: and a boyfriend slash life partner who almost died from covid
0: so i don't know what your problem is why are you eating chocolate
1: because i felt the need that i needed to gain a pant size apparently because my ass was not already big enough i needed to put on the covid 20 well
0: I don't think that either COVID one of was us... was
1: 2020, after all.
0: Well, I don't think either one of us have put on the COVID-20, but I think there's a lot of people out there that uh, I think the average weight of an American has probably gone up.
1: Mm, absolutely. I think about how much we've door-dashed oh that we God. never did before. I
0: mean, oh, a Domino's oh
1: delivery where we would have actually have the pizza restaurant deliver food was maybe a once maybe twice a month thing Oh yeah. before the word covid ever entered our vocabulary
0: when you call a chinese restaurant and they know your name because <laughs> they recognize your voice
1: yes you have a problem
0: Actually, no, because it makes it so much easier to order.
1: It really does. <laughs>
0: they know exactly where you're talking about. So, yeah, I love Chinese restaurants.
1: No, we love our two that we order from. Absolutely. One, they know our order by name.
0: Yes. Yes, they do. So, uh, that's going to be another thing, too, that we're going to get out and do once everything loosens up a little bit. We're going to explore more foods and more places.
1: I will tell you, I have missed, there is an Indian restaurant about an hour and 20 minutes from us. Yes. And I'm, I'm not kidding you when I'd say, I'd slap somebody right now if I thought I could go right this minute.
0: Should I feel threatened?
1: No, we've been drinking. We're not driving. Okay. So you're safe for tonight.
0: But I mean, I've got Uber and Lyft on my phone <laughs> well,
1: yeah we're not ubering and lifting that far for China, or for indian food
0: but we we have talked about places we want to go this year and every time we mention a place i always think about the food in oh. that area
1: well that's my birthday is coming up mm-hmm. it's that time of year you always hate may i know that i don't
0: hate may
1: you just have to thoroughly prepare for me.
0: Well, this is something you don't know. So I had to, and it, it'll still be there in a couple months, but I've got a coworker that wants to sell me my dream guitar. It's a guitar that I've always wanted, and he has one. And he wants to sell it to me. And I've had to say no. And I said, and he doesn't want to sell it to anybody else. He's told me, he says, if you don't want to buy it, I'm just going to keep it. So I told him, I said, give me a few months because here's May. Here's the month of May for me.
1: You could totally put May on hold and get your dream guitar. We will all understand.
0: No, no. <laughs> when you say we, you're talking about you. What well,
1: your son too. No,
0: No, he will not understand. So it's your <laughs> birthday. It's Mother's Day. It's my son's birthday. It's our anniversary, mm-hmm. right? All of this hits me in the month of May. Right.
1: Well, I'm going to go on record. My birthday, Mother's Day, and our anniversary can wait. Get your dream guitar. No,
0: because it'll be there in September or October when I have recovered from May. No, you're not maybe, worried about
1: it. Let me just, I got to tell y'all, and I'm putting this out to you, the listener, not to Cookie. The way he says that makes me sound so freaking high maintenance.
0: Not at all, and that's I not what I'm. I do not
1: ask for anything. If anything, I get mad if he goes above and overboard. But
0: in my defense, I get a great amount of enjoyment by giving you the things that I know you want, and surprising you with things that maybe you didn't know you wanted.
1: And I'm not gonna lie, I adore that about you but i would much rather you get something that you truly want and we can always celebrate the other stuff later
0: but that takes all the fun out of it
1: not for me
0: it does for me okay if i can't give you your birthday present on your birthday it's a drag
1: dude you get you try to give me my birthday present a couple days early i
0: do no such thing
1: he lies i
0: do no such thing. This is the woman who okay. begs me to give her her Christmas presents a week ahead of time.
1: Uh, do not give me that crap and do not tell them that because that's bullshit.
0: It is not okay, bullshit. Okay, y'all,
1: I need you to go right now, pause this podcast, email us at cookieandbootsy at gmail.com and tell us who you believe. Ah, oh, it's, it's a no
0: brainer. They're going to believe me.
1: You think I am t- I am the one sitting here telling you I am okay delaying my birthday, Mother's Day, and our anniversary so you can get something you want. But they
0: can't see you dragging your thumb across your A throat in liar. slow motion as oh, you say it.
1: This is why we call you an asshole.
0: <laughs> Who's we? You're the only one that's called me an asshole.
1: Me and my multiple personalities are calling oh. you an asshole.
0: Well, I know most of them.
1: Because there's always the pre-PMS Bootsy, the PMS Bootsy, and the post-PMS Bootsy. They are three different people. Yes,
0: I know their schedule, and I know where your birthday falls in those.
1: (laughs) No, I'm serious, though. You had not told me about this guitar. Go get the guitar. The rest can wait.
0: I don't want it right now. Yeah. I don't want it right now.
1: If he weren't such a good bartender, he makes my head hurt.
0: No. But hey, you know what we're having right now? We're having a normal conversation that doesn't involve the pandemic.
1: And you had to bring it back into it.
0: Well, I'm just trying to point out for the listeners or the viewers, because some of you may be... No, you're not watching this right now.
1: There is no recording of our faces at the moment.
0: At the moment. But anyway, so... How you been?
1: I have been good. My work stress has been beyond capacity some days, mm-hmm. but, you know, I'm, I'm trying to adapt. I need to quit beating myself up on the things that I feel like I should be doing differently because at the end of the day, whether I get a chance to exercise or not, is not changing the functionality of the household and Mm. the functionality of the household is working.
0: Speaking of the functionality of the household, Uh how was your zombie Jesus day?
1: (gasps) Zombie Jesus day. I've got to tell you. So I have this really unusual love stress relationship with my family I'm not saying love-hate, because there is no hate. No hate. It's just a... My family makes me an anxious ball of stress.
0: Well, from my viewpoint, you come from a family of, I'm going to just say it, rock stars.
1: Explain.
0: They... Want to party all the time, like Eddie Murphy would say.
1: So my grandmother and I are she's a rock star. Similar.
0: She's a rock star.
1: Well, I'm not near as much of a rock star as my grandmother. My grandmother, fucking bonkers. I'm gonna tell you. No,
0: no, your grand, your grandmother is the coolest chick I've ever met, except for you.
1: (laughs) She is. She's. She has actually had her home photographed for Southern Living Magazine.
0: And I think she made Elvis cry.
1: She probably may have done some things with Elvis that I don't need to discuss. But she's also absolutely fucking nuts. And I love her dearly, but she will drive into a hurricane to save a $100 plastic patio set she did that yes she's nuts
0: so you get it honestly
1: i get that honestly do you hear the dog whining at the door it's actually rather sweet i keep waiting to see a nose stick under the door
0: are you trying to change the subject
1: maybe but my parents you know and i love them and they have the best hearts but they are rock stars and Zombie Jesus Day, I was fortunate and grateful that you and Oboe were willing to join me. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: And it was the first sit-down meal and first real any interaction with my family in two years.
0: Two years,
1: yep. And we had a blast. It was fun. We did. And no, there was no drama. Mm -hmm. I was a bundle of nerves until we got there.
0: Right
1: we did our little you know everybody gets settled thing we decided to do an olive tasting and a hot sauce tasting which gave us an activity so that there was a break into sorry i keep hitting the table a break into kind of getting back together mm-hmm. it was an activity to give us a focus point which was great how was your jump? Blah, 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 blah. the blablabla
0: the day, the, day, the, day, the day
1: drinking for the win <laughs> how was your zombie jesus day
0: it was awesome um you I saw your mother i saw my mother she went uh back to my brother's place uh that morning so zombie jesus morning i get to hang out with her for a little bit and um i hadn't seen her i've seen her now i guess since we did the last podcast two or three times But I went for six to seven months that I didn't see her.
1: So now, should we explain to the listener that your mom is like the coolest gypsy ever?
0: So my mother, who just turned, she turned 70 the day of the Capitol riot. How about that? So my mother, uh, born in 1951, hippie chick, Beatles fan. Um, Did I mention hippie chick? Yeah, she thinks everything should be legal and everybody should have sex with everybody. So, you know,
1: one of those people. Yeah. I've only met her once.
0: Yeah, she doesn't believe in marriage. Um, She just, everybody should do what they want to do. Hippie chick. So, um, technically, I guess, not really, but she gets mail at two different places. Technically, my mother is homeless. I guess if you look at it realistically. So she'll stay at my place for a little while. And then she'll go to Maryland and stay at my brother's place for a little while. And before the pandemic, she would stay at my place for two or three weeks. And then she would go to my brother's for two or three weeks. And then she would travel for a couple months.
1: Well, and she had a position before the pandemic and before she was essentially forced into a retirement lifestyle Mm -hmm. where she was a government contractor not a state contractor. So the government would send her to different places for different amounts of time. So she might be in Texas for three months or Mm -hmm. Chicago for six months. So she never needed to have a full-time home base. And
0: just as an example, the summer of 2020, she was supposed to be in Paris. She was going to go to Paris for two weeks and take cooking classes.
1: I didn't realize that. That's so cool.
0: And it fell apart because of COVID. So I got to see her on Zombie Jesus Day, and I got to hang out with her. And I've seen her now, I guess, four or five times in the last few months, which has been great. Um,
1: One of the things I'm going to throw out there that I think has been one of the best unexpected turns mm -hmm. of the last year is... You now have a weekly Zoom with yep. your brother.
0: Yep, my brother and, and my mom, your mother,
1: wherever she wherever is.
0: she is. We do a weekly uh, every Sunday morning. Um, instead of going to church, we Skype each other.
1: But you never did that before the pandemic. Nope. Never. So I think it's really neat that you're getting to see your brother.
0: Yeah, it's pretty awesome. So there, there's a benefit from the whole thing. But now this this past uh, Sunday, we went to your your moms and your grandmother was there and, and and your stepdad was there. And I thought we had an absolute blast. It was a lot of fun. And we were able to just enjoy each other's company and get back to some sense of normalcy. And we talked about, hey, we need to get together again soon. And hey, let's go play golf or hey, let's go shopping. And it, it, was, it was pretty awesome.
1: For me, which I'm normally the bundle of nerves it was honestly the first family experience with my side that I haven't wanted to throw up after leaving <laughs> in wow. three years. That's, that's quite a so compliment. That's a huge thing. It's, you know, my grandmother, who is in every sense of the word, my best friend. Absolutely. She is the one who, no matter what I could go to and ask a question, and no matter what she's dealing with in her existence, comes to me and asks. Yeah. And I'm gonna tell you some of them are doozies. I mean that's yeah. a whole nother podcast,
0: yeah, it's a po- I, it's she's probably the only woman that can make me blush.
1: My grandmother? Yes. The beauty is, and we'll, let's take a break. I need more wine.
0: You need more wine, and I need to gather my thoughts.
1: (laughs) Does my grandmother... Both of them. Does my grandmother rattle you that much?
0: Well, the idea that she can't keep up with all of her dating website passwords is (laughs) mind-boggling to me.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I need more wine for this. Yeah. So... Obviously we've given a little teaser about my grandmother and her crazy escapades, but we're going to save all of that for another day.
0: Yeah. We don't have enough hours in the day left to do all that.
1: I need to gather my thoughts and have some notes before we even tackle a conversation or a podcast about her. So yeah, yeah, we're just going to leave her as she is my best friend next to you in the whole world you ovo and my grandmother are the three people i am closest to and truly the most grateful for
0: yeah and i can see that because you guys are very close
1: you three bring three completely different dynamics to my world Thank god <laughs> but it's i hope Everyone out there listening has a relationship as special with at least somebody in their life as I have with my grandmother.
0: Hmm.
1: I will tell you when my grandmother passes, please be prepared, cookie. That's going to, that's going to rock my world.
0: I would totally agree.
1: Out of all the people I've lost in my life. And over all the years, that will be the that will probably be next to losing my grandfather, the greatest struggle I experience.
0: I understand, I understand. Thank so, you for listening.
1: Yes. Thank you guys for listening. We're going to wrap this up.
0: I know it's been a while and we're going to try and get back on a regular schedule.
1: Yes, we are. Thank you guys so much for listening. Thank you for coming back. And if you have this automatically downloaded, we truly appreciate it. And any review, regardless of the platform you listened on, we appreciate. And seriously, if you want to shoot us an email, please, please, please email us at cookie and at gmail.com And tell Cookie that Bootsy is right.
0: Well, I mean, I never doubted that. Bootsy's always right. Hey, um, so spend the next couple days RIP DMX.
1: Yes. Oh, my goodness. Spend the
0: next few days listening to DMX. Blast
1: some rap and throw it up and have a great time.
0: DMX was the shit. And I didn't realize until he died the other day that he's only like a year and a half older than me.
1: Did you know he had an affinity and love of orchids? I did not know that.
0: I had, I had no idea, but I had um, probably three, I know his three biggest selling CDs, maybe four. And um, I spent a lot of time in the early 2000s listening to DMX and, you know, I'm going to miss that cat. I wish he would have kept his shit in the road and made a lot more music because it's pretty killer stuff.
1: You have to realize I'm an 80s child. I know I'm younger than you, old man. But I am an 80s, 90s, and 2000s California, San Francisco girl. DMX was my jam.
0: Y'all going to make me lose my mind.
1: Up in here.